How's it going, everybody? Thanks for listening to Pass the Time Podcast. We have a very interesting episode for you guys today. It's starting off a little bit different. I recorded this episode about uh, two weeks ago with my buddy Dan, my buddy Gray. We just sat around a table, kind of drank a couple uh, adult beverages, you might say, and just talked some horror, read one story, and... Yeah, so this episode might sound a little different than the other episodes, and that's because we weren't in an insulated space that captures sound perfectly. So just wanted to get that out there if uh, you notice this episode sounds a little bit different. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. But also, since recording this podcast, I created an Instagram account for Pass the Time Podcast, so make sure you go follow that, like my pictures and stuff. I know you will. That's at Pass the Time Podcast, so make sure you check that out and enjoy the show. and welcome to another episode of Pass the Time Podcast. Today, like I always say, is a very special episode, but this time it is, because guess what? I have two special guests. I know it's been a long time since I've had any guests at all, but I have two this time. I'm kind of making up for lost time. Uh, Can you guess who they are? Uh, None other than Sir Daniel and Sir Gray. They've both made appearances before. Say hello, guys. Daniel? I missed being on the show so much because I've done a few episodes, maybe like 10, but it's been a while. I missed it. So I'm glad to hear you're back. I'm and, so happy to be back. And great. I think you were on about two episodes. No, this is only my second appearance on the show. Really? Well, we really? got to get so you. So it was well over. No, it was only. Yeah. I was, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's only been on one. It's I well think. overdue. Yeah. How many was I on? It must have been like 10. Dan was on quite a few. Maybe 10. I don't know. I know, oh, I know a lot of the listeners miss you, Dan. I've gotten emails saying you got to be on more. And so sexy. Wow. I love so, you guys. So we got we to gotta get both you guys on more, but I'll tell you guys what we have in store for you today on the show. So we got quite a jam-packed horror fix as usual, um, but then we only have one creepypasta for you, and it's... Um, one that's been gaining some steam online. It's called Annie 96 is typing. And this creepypasta is from the point of view of like a message board or not a message board. It's like let's MSN. Say, yeah, MSN <laughs> Messenger, AOL. AOL. It's a conversation between Annie 96 and Mick Davy. And I will be playing the role of Annie 96, the female, I'm assuming. Mick Davy. And Male. Daniel will be Mick Davy. Now, you might be hearing some drinks be popping because we're having a couple drinks here at Pass the Time Studios, and we're having a good time. I mean, we're we just recorded actually an episode of Pop Culture Convo. Go so, listen to it; it's amazing. So yeah, make yeah, sure you check cool. that out. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. We just had a lot of fun with it. Uh, we reviewed John Wick, great movie. Uh, talked about a lot of our favorite movies. A bunch of new stuff coming out. A lot of news. There was a lot of news that episode. And Gray's just totally got my cadence down. I mean, he's just yeah. flowing with it. He's showing where I'm going next. He knows my hand movements. For those listening at home, he's kind of doing the exact same thing I he's do with my a picture hands. of Kevin Dillon. <laughs> and, uh... <if> yeah. You, <laughs> of him with Kevin Dillon, sorry. You, we, we told the story on Pop Culture Combo, but I think Gray should tell it one more time on here for the it's listeners amazing. that might not venture over to there. Gray? Okay. I'm going to be quick with it here. So, last night, or I guess... July 2nd, whatever, you know. It's depending still, on, it's like 11.30. Yeah, yeah, I know. But depending on when this... <laughs> I know. Gets, yeah. 24 gets, hours ago. Yeah. 
Um, uh, Kevin Dillon, also known as Johnny Drama from Entourage, was in Winnipeg. So we went, or me and my buddy Richard went down to the Pint to, uh, like, just meet him, kind of. Well, hoping we get to meet him. We weren't exactly sure how it worked. But he was supposed to be out there at 9. Didn't end up getting there till 11. So then we waited, and uh, he was going from, like, VIP booth to another one, and when he's going to the other one, I managed to uh, ask him for a picture. He said, well, we're going to take a lot of pictures over there. So he said, but unless you got it ready right now. And, well, I did. So then I got the picture. But then my buddy Richard didn't get one. So then he was like, well, can we go see if I can get one? <laughs> so I had to stand with him till almost 1 in the morning. <laughs> and then we finally got out there, got the pictures with him. I told him he was the best part of Entourage because he is, him and Jeremy Piven. And then... Mm-hmm. uh it's true. Richard went up there and this is all he told him was that he fucking loves him. <laughs> he comes down to me and he says, I think I might have said the gayest thing I could to him. I was like, what'd you say? He's like, I told him I fucking love him. <laughs> and at that point, Kevin Dillon looked him in the eye and quickly turned around and shook some glasses. So basically, it was a pretty awesome experience because I love, the, I love Entourage. It's such a good show and getting to meet him is pretty badass. And I wish I would have went. Yeah, me too. We all wish. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, thanks. It buddy. was pretty last minute because like I totally forgot about it until like Rich is like, I'll pick you up at eight, and he texts me at six. So I like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess there's two hours where I could have told you. But <laughs> yeah, two hours is not Maybe enough more. time. But also, uh, Daniel Gray. I mean, I haven't had you guys, either of you guys, on in a while. So. Later on in the show, we're actually going to talk about your guys' favorite horror movie experiences, like your favorite uh, horror movie and a story with the best time you remember watching it. I mean, I'll tell mine as well, but that's coming up later in the show. I'm also going to ask you guys uh, what your scariest Halloween costume you've ever worn was. So that's coming up at the end of the show after our creepypasta. But you know what we have to do first, guys? I think Dan can guess. What's the next segment here? I think that uh, I've done a couple of episodes, and I'd probably say that Horror Fix should be somewhere pretty soon. Woo! That's right. right. It's time. Oh, you're right, Dan. So it's time for our Horror Fix. Horror Fix. Horror Fix. So today on the Horror Fix, we have a couple things. So I showed Gray this... um, video on YouTube. It's called Lights Out. It was made by uh, this guy David Sandberg and it is terrifying. Like, Gray, you saw it. What would you say about it? It's like less than three minutes long but like as soon as it started I was like, okay, this is creepy. Like, It perfectly captures that childhood fear of like turning the lights off. Exactly. That's that's a whole... Yeah, couldn't have said it any better. Like, that fear of being like, if I turn off the lights, something is going to get me. Yeah. It's like brought to life. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I was scared of when I was younger. And they make it visual. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't 15 in, it wasn't even 15 in, 15 seconds into the video where I got shivers. Yeah. yeah because because it, it encapsulates, oh, I'm, I'm uh, seven years old. Uh, I'm in the hallway to my room, but the light switches all the way over here yeah. and I have to turn it off before getting into my room. What if I turn that light switch off and something comes out of the dark? This is exactly what you're afraid of in this video. So you have to, if you just want to look or check out this video, I'll post it on the Facebook page as well. 
but it's called Lights Out, and just search Lights Out horror film or short horror film on YouTube, and I think it was fucking terrifying. I agree. <laughs> they have a bunch. I don't like. I, there's one called I think it's called The Coffer. That one's really creepy. And there's another one too that I can't remember that involves an iPhone camera, but that's a creepy one too. Lights Out is the best, obviously, but there's a bunch if you yeah, guys are in for that. There are a ton of short horror movies on YouTube, which are just awesome. I mean, you, I can just watch them for hours because. They're like usually that same actress though. Yeah, the same acts, actress yeah. is in a bunch She's of good. them. She's surprisingly good. Like usually you expect super hot chicks to be the best, but she's like not. The, she's not like a. She's not a ten. Okay, I mean I'll go as far as saying she's maybe around five, five to six, but her acting skill for for being on YouTube, I think she's a high end YouTube actress, probably low end big screen actress, but. The reason I'm bringing this up is because this short movie was so frightening that it's being made into a movie, and James Wan is directing it. So that's a pretty big name director, and yeah, it's going to focus on this uh, entity that only comes out when the lights are off. So it kind of encapsulates the amazing YouTube video and just brings it to a full-length feature film, which I am extremely excited about. I just hope it goes to theaters and it's not like... Uh, Hulu or Netflix or Crave TV type of streaming service type thing like they did with Joe Dirt 2. <laughs> <laughs> that should have just never been made. I, it shouldn't have been. I mean, like the first one isn't a bad movie. Like it's pretty funny. It's good. It's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. But like just end it there. Yeah. Like it's been like a decade later. You don't need to make another Ooh, one. Like, I mean, did they make too. a Billy Madison 2? No, because they achieved perfection with the first one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> that's what we were reading. Exactly. Like, I just hate when they kind of drag stuff out too much. Like, probably with the Paranormal Activities, they might be doing that. It's like six movies in, but... But the thing is, I keep wanting to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the new one, though, The Door. Yeah, kind of... Maybe not. Kind of seems dumb, but you know what? I'm going to see it. I saw, like, the first four, and then, I don't know, I just kind of... The, the marked ones the mark are pretty one. good. Yeah. I never watched the marked ones. I watched everything before that, and they were creepy as shit. So like these, there's like these Mexicans in the marked ones, and they were funny. They're like <laughs> just fucking with each other, and then all of a sudden this polder guy comes in. And you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna change things. That's what that, that one was pretty good. But on to the next movie. I, I just have a few movies I wanted to talk about. Um, this next one is called Creep. Uh, there hasn't been an official Canadian-U.S. release date, which I was pretty steamed to find, because after watching the trailer, it looked pretty good, and it's starring Mark Duplass, and... I know Mark, that name. Who's Mark, that? Mark Duplass... Oh, is a Lazarus Effect? Or Lazarus Effect? I'm Never surprised you bring that up first, considering <laughs> yeah, his amazing role in the league. He's not a horror actor, in my opinion, but you know what? This is the second horror movie he's done now. You gotta remember, I was on the Lazarus Effect episode with you. That's true. That we talked what we talked about. It was not <laughs> kind of bringing it full circle here. Yeah, and a little bit. In this trailer, um, Mark Duplass plays a guy who's dying of like brain cancer, so he hires a guy to come just film him to be a for a video diary for his son who's not born yet. So it's kind of a weird plot, and then. Mark Duplass has this giant wolf mask that he, for some reason, wears to scare this guy. And throughout the movie, I think it's just him trying to murder this guy. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It seemed pretty creepy, but I really want to see it. No release date. Um, I don't think I've shown you guys the trailer of that one, but Mark Duplass is worth a watch. <laughs> oh, Dan's looking at a picture of it right now. 
How do you feel about that, Dan? Creepy or... Yeah, I'm on the IMDb page and it just... It seems very creepy because there's only two actors listed. So that, like, it's... If it's just, like, one guy terrorizing another guy, I think that's going to be pretty good. It's, like, a very personal type thing, I find. Like, it's just these two and you're supposed to be rooting for the other guy. But I'm always rooting for Duplass because I, like, uh, I like when he wins in the league. I like his fantasy football team doing well. But you know what? You can't always win. <laughs> Dan's holding up a picture of Kevin Dillon holding up a picture of Kevin Dillon and that brings us to the very last movie in our horror fix now this one kind of brings it full circle because in the episode of Pop Culture Convo we had like a half an hour review on the movie John Wick who stars or which stars Keanu Reeves <laughs> Gray's holding up a picture of Kevin Dillon and himself and so <laughs> This movie's called Knock Knock, and it was uh, initially released January 23rd, I believe, only in the UK. There hasn't been a US um, or Canadian release date yet. It has been released in Sundance, but Eli Roth directed it, who is fucking amazing. I mean, if anyone's seen Inglorious, <laughs> Inglorious Bastards, one of the best movies ever. But this movie stars Keanu Reeves, who ends up uh, boning these two hot young sluts who come into his house after his family goes away. And at first he's like, no, I'm married. I can't do this. And then they're like, no, you can do this. So he's like, I guess I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect count. So he, like, fucks these chicks, and then they end up trying to murder him. The whole movie is plays out a lot like the movie The Strangers. Except these two girls are just trying to fucking murder Keanu Reeves. But if he's anything like John Wick, he's gonna break out of there and fucking snap necks. He looks so, a lot like John Wick in this movie. I'm he does. Like emotional posters and yeah. It's almost like the same guy. Very Wick. But I just <laughs> wanted to kind of throw these movies on your radar in case you guys were looking for something to watch this summer. In case they come out. But, you know what? I think that's it We for all we have for the horror fix. I don't think you guys have anything. Uh, I think that's it, yeah. Just a couple of uh, I think that's... A couple of scary movies. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have a lot more uh, conversation after this creepypasta. But I, scary I think it's time to jump in. Ooh. This is Annie96's typing. And just once again, I want to note that this plays out like a message board between two people. The two people being Annie 96 and Mick Davy. And Dan's playing the part of Mick Davy. I'm playing the part of Annie 96. This is Annie 96 is typing. You asleep? No. Yes, you're not either. Can't. It's the wind. Sounds like cats fighting. What's your excuse? Studying. So that's what they call porn now? Annie, what the fuck? Not denying it? I still can't believe what Johnny did today. Me neither. That boy has issues. What the fuck? The wind's so loud. That doesn't seem normal. No wind over here. Just rain. Lucky you. I need my beauty sleep. Damn right you do. What? You mean I look... Shit. I think I heard footsteps on the gravel outside. Get your crazy dad to check it out. I'm home alone. The fam are on holidays, remember? I told you this. Really? Till when? We should hang out. They really sound like footsteps, but there's something odd about them. I should look out my window, 
but my bed is so warm. Sure, you want to look out the window when you're alone. What if there really is someone in your garden looking up at you? Not funny, David. Chill. I'm sure it's nothing. Gonna check. BRB. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you gonna call? David, there's someone in the garden. Really? Yes, I can see a man's back. What's he doing? He's looking for something on his hands and knees in the bushes. <laughs> he must be high, probably looking for his drugs. David, this is serious. What should I do? Nothing. He'll probably go away by himself. Oh my god! Now he's digging with his bare hands. He's ruining the garden. Shit, he's turning around. What does he look like? David, what the fuck? This isn't funny. What? How are you doing that? What are you talking about? I can see you, in my garden. How are you writing here without touching your phone? Look up, I'm by my window. Can't you hear me banging on it? Fuck Annie, you're scaring me too. I'm definitely not in your garden, that's not me. Stop playing around, I can see your face. And you're wearing that stupid football jacket you're so proud of. It must be someone who looks like me. Honestly Annie, I'm at home. I wouldn't play around like that. It has to be a friend of yours, David. Playing a sick prank. How else could he be wearing your jacket? There are loads of jackets like that. My friends don't look anything like me. You just have me on your mind. He's digging again. Fucking leave already. Annie, do you have a gun at your house? Don't be stupid, David. I couldn't shoot anyone. You don't have to use it. Just show that you're carrying. Doesn't that jacket have your name on it on the back? Yeah, the team all got one with their name on it. I can see your fucking name. What? What the hell is this, David? Annie, that jacket's in my closet. Fuck, he's seen me. Why is he smiling like that? He's coming. Call the cops. Annie? Annie, pick up. I called the cops. I told them there's a break-in at your place. They said that they're on their way, but it'll take it like a half an hour. Annie, are you there? It's in the house. Can't talk. I have to be quiet. Lights off. I'm in a closet with a knife. Hard to type. Shaking too much. Fuck. Fuck. Hang in there, Annie. The police are going to be there in 20 minutes. Do you know where he is? It. Now he... The look it had when it saw me, David. No person can look like that. Jesus Christ doesn't know where you are. No, I grabbed the knife when I saw it running towards the house, and I got in the closet when I heard it breaking in. Okay, good. You'll be fine. A druggie doesn't have brains to find someone hiding in the closet. The police will be there soon. Oh God, it's calling out to me. It doesn't sound like you, David. Its voice is so deep, filling the house. Filling my head. What's it saying? Come out, Annie. I just want to look at you. It keeps repeating that over and over. Have I gone mad, David? Is this what it feels like? Just ten more minutes, Annie. Keep it together. You're so strong, you'll get through this. It's coming up the stairs, but so slowly. Irregular steps. Why does it look like you, David? Why you? I don't know, Annie. Please believe me. Can you make it stop? Please make it stop! I would if I could, I promise you. It's at the end of the hall. David, I didn't say anything to my parents when they left. I was listening to music. Is that the last time I see them? Annie. 
This has something to do with you, David. Only you can make it stop. Think fast. I don't know, Annie. God, please. Please. It might be because I think about you so much. I think about you all the time. So stop. I don't know how. It's scraping something on the walls. The wall's getting closer. Please, David. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. It's slowing down. Try harder. Whatever you're doing, it's working. It stopped. I can't hear anything. Really? Don't go out yet. Stay put until the police get there. What should I tell him if he's gone? Everything, Annie. Everything that you told me. I didn't know that you felt that way about me, David. I'm so glad it stopped. Can you come over in the morning, David? I really need to see you. Of course, Annie. I'll be there. Great. Can't wait. Annie? Annie, how do I know this is you? Annie 96 went offline. So that was Annie 96 is typing, and how do you guys feel about it? Gray? Uh, I actually thought it was pretty good, because kind of from that, like, two people speaking together kind of point of view, it kind of makes it seem more personal like, kind of thing, you know? Like, does yeah, it it's like sense? a conversation. Yeah, yeah, like more of a conversation. I lift it. <laughs> Dan was that was real. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe you didn't come and help me, Dan. All I can think of all the time was... And are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, are you okay, okay Annie? You really are. You've you been struck by a smooth, smooth criminal. Just gonna break out into like a glee sing along. Yeah. <laughs> that was not. wonderful. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. Great for all of us. Are we gonna give like ratings? Yeah, we always do the ratings. First, I want to just uh, talk about. Um, okay, so I really liked, uh, just like Grace said, how personal that creepy pasta felt. It's just like a conversation. <laughs> And on the first read, it kind of just seems like, oh, okay, so this is just a story about these two people talking, one girl overreacting. And then, from my perspective, Annie fucking got killed. <laughs> and the fucking spirit or whatever it is, is taking is writing back to McDavy. So, I thought that was pretty fucked up, so I really enjoyed that. What do you think, Dan? Well, I don't know if we're going to give it, like, I'm going to give it a number rating right now. I'm going to give it an 8 for create. Silence. Booyah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I love like when it's when they're creative like that, you know, like there was that one poem that we read on the show before, Graham. Graham. And I, don't know, I thought it was funny because it was a, like it was a poem. I thought that was very interesting. And this like being an I am board conversation, AOL, whatever you want to call it. I love that. Yeah, I love that it's not just your conventional story, because you just got so much of that. Just a straightforward read story and I know there's a lot of um, found, uh, kind of found notebook stories, found or internet blog stories, but this one kind of took it to a personal uh, conversation that was kind of taken from two people, which is interesting. I've never read one like that before. How do you like it, Gray? I liked it. I liked the fact that it seemed like, like the thing I liked about it is how it's like a conversation between two people, like one person trying to calm the other person down, the other person's scared. But the thing I like about the uh, ending is how, like, it kind of makes it seem like everything's coming around. Like, oh, everything's going to be fine. And then offline. Yeah. yeah so you can only assume that she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It brings you comfort before just ripping your heart out. Yeah, basically. But it did it in a subtle way at the end. Where it's like, how do I know this is you, Annie? 
and then Annie goes offline. Yeah, rather than be like, oh, Annie was torn to shreds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, does he go? Does he not go? Yeah, like, like, what does, do you do? Does, what do you do in the position? It, like, <laughs> leaves it open to your imagination, so. It's scary shit. I don't know. That, that's what I really liked about it. That's uh, cyber horror at its finest. <laughs> Gray, what would you give it out of 10? I have to go with Dano on this one. I think 8 out of 10. Because it's great. Because <laughs> it is great. So, as you guys know, I have a, a little rubric for my rating, and it goes by story, overall quality. Um, that's just how everything kind of fits together, how it flows. Um, and then scariness, which how scared I was throughout the story. The idea itself, and then the writing. Now, the writing itself, it was a message board, so there's no way you can fuck that up, because people can write however they want, so it, automa it automatically gets a 2.5, and the idea as well, because it was the IM message board, haven't seen anything like this, I loved it, that also gets a 2.5, coming out fucking strong out of the gates. Yeah. Uh, the story itself, I really enjoyed, I mean, it had a great ending, it was subtle, um, everything flowed well, and I really enjoyed the overall read. So again, I'm gonna give that a 2.5. Which shit. this up to this point, nothing's ever gotten this much of a perfect rating. But then it comes down to it, and the overall scariness. I mean, it's kind of creepy at the beginning. There's somebody in your yard. I mean, the helpless helplessness you feel with your parents not home. It's pretty freaky. But uh, there wasn't really a point. Even when she's in the closet, it didn't seem. Uh, overwhelming to me. Uh, it might be because I've read a lot of creepypastas, but for the sc overall scariness, I'm probably giving this a 1, because the message board kind of takes away from it. You're kind of, uh, you're kind of separated from the reality of it. It's like, oh, this is a fucking message board, whatever. So I'm giving the overall scariness a 1.0, which still gives this an amazing rating for such a short creepypasta. It leaves a lasting impact. I'll definitely remember this one. So I'm giving this one, it equals an 8.5 out of 10. So I was actually higher on this than Daniel and Gray. Crazy. How do you feel about my rating, guys? I feel like it's a great 0. 0.5. The great 0. Yeah, 0.5. The 0. 0.5 is uh, good. I like it. As do I. <laughs> As do I, boys. I think it's one of the best group passes that I've ever encountered because it's so realistic, you know? Yeah, like, yeah Your parents go out and you're just on the computer in the basement and it's like, because like, that's where my computer was back in the MSN days, and, like, yeah, it's terrifying to be alone in the basement, but, like, I don't know. I mean, like, we've all been there. Yeah, where the only person you have to talk to is the person you're talking to on your computer, yeah. like... Just think of the like, hundred times... Please keep me company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of times you're on this MSN. This is before cell phones, though. Yeah, well, I guess for the kids without cell phones, like, great, talk about when we'd just be on MSN, your parents would be out, and it'd just be us two in the fucking computer room, pitch black. We'd yeah. turn off all the lights for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, for some reason, we thought that was the way to do it, but yeah, like, when it's just you sitting there on the computer, and you're like, okay, and then, like, no one's there, and you're like, well, this is weird. Like, my, <laughs> like the only MSN-enabled computer was in the deepest, darkest corner of my basement. So it's like, Sarah's room corner <laughs> like it's like if anything's coming to kill me i'm dead so i relate a lot with the story like it's creepy as shit like yeah I, I really appreciated this one this was um one i just randomly found online um i saw in uh people talking about it on message boards i saw somebody post about it and i was like oh you know what uh i guess i'll check out this creepypasta and i didn't even read it before me and dan read it here for you guys right now so we kind of took a shot in the dark but Sometimes shots in the dark pay off. 
So we finally hit one that was actually a really quality creepy pasta. Just wish I had more of a feminine voice to portray uh, Annie. Annie ninety six. Are you okay? 96. Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? See, that's the thing that makes it. Well, it, it would be scary if her name was like Annie ninety three or something. Because if she's Annie 96, like, what year is this taking place in? How old is she? Well, she'd be technically three years younger than us. Well, she's like 18. I, like, 96, 96, you think of it being, um, yeah, I guess she's born in 96, obviously. This could be like 09 still, I guess. Maybe yeah, because we, like we don't know when this was written. But I think as well, like, uh, he's like asking if she's okay and stuff like don't call her Annie you yeah. have that fucking play on words unless they intended that then it's okay? brilliant <laughs> are you okay Annie <laughs> but overall great creepypasta great creepypasta and so because we all agreed this is a good creepypasta I think it's time to move on to uh, some questions for my amazing guests today so we've never done this before we normally go with the rate and review but I thought we'd forego that on this episode, and we're going to talk to our guests we have, and you know what, get to know them a little better, get to know me a little better, and in that way, we're all going to have fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. I but, agree. Like, I'd really like to get started with this, but it just sucks that Dan and Gray are sitting beside each other making out, so I kind of have to push them away from each other, because they're just We tongue-y. are in love. Just let us be. <laughs> So, if you guys can pull uh, your tongues out of each other's throats for a second, I got a couple questions to ask. The first one, I'll ask you first, Gray. What's your favorite horror movie, and can you kind of tell a story of the, your most memorable time watching it? Okay, it's not a... Well, it's a pretty creepy movie. It's uh, Christine, you know, the one about the car. The amazing Stephen yeah, King yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, you know it. And, uh... It's kind of an odd memory because I remember being, I, I must have been younger than 10 and my mom and dad would always put on like a, we always had like a Halloween kind of night around Halloween with like me, my brother, my sister and our cousins would come over and that was one of the movies that my mom like rented for us to watch that night because it's one of my mom's favorite movies ever. So I remember watching it being super young and being like, this is creepy. Like I don't like... <laughs> Like, this car is just cruising around by itself, killing people. It's so fucked. And to this day, that is still one of my favorite horror movies, and that's my first memory ever watching it is with, like, my mom, my brother, my sister, my dad, and my cousins, and... And when I, whenever I go to your house in October, if that It's movie, always on. If that yeah. movie's on, I hear your mom yell from downstairs, Christine's on! Yeah, like she, yeah she lets me know, and I'll Christ. tell her every time it's on, because it's that good. It is that good. Dan, what about you? Okay, I am too into horror movies. I cannot pick a favorite one, but the one that like is most distinctly in my mind is... I remember my older brother convincing my mom to rent the first Scream movie, like way back in the day. And then I guess me and my brother watched it, kind of out of her parental supervision. <laughs> and so seeing Drew Barrymore die was kind of fucked up as a kid. And I think that's, like, where, like, my love of horror movies started just from that. It's funny because, like, Scream is sort of, like, a satire of other horror movies, but it also just, like, ignited this just, like, crave for more horror movies, more just stabbings and stuff. It's one of those more modern horror movies that really held strong. Like, it's hard to create um, a killer that can last after, like, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees. There's, like, nothing that could have come after it, and yet Scream 
came and iconic they've lasted especially for the 90s because like yeah if you go by like your iconic killers it's like exactly all the ones you said and like maybe throw like hellraiser in there or something like yeah Candyman maybe or early yeah but even Candyman, like chucky that's like chucky is pretty iconic but still that that was one that i think started like horror movies for me and then i remember seeing jeepers creepers my brother's friend brought it over same thing i guess he got his parents rented for him and then he snuck it over to our house and i was just so scared of everything after seeing that movie <laughs> now, i love both jeepers creepers movies some people say the second one sucked i loved it as a kid i saw it a bunch of times i haven't seen it as an adult but you know what if they ever come out with that third one i'm gonna watch them all through cathedral so, yeah that one actually sounds pretty good i've been waiting for that for like five years and <laughs> it's like oh we're gonna make it it's like austin powers four i've been waiting that since like grade three <laughs> yeah but i guess i'll tell you guys mine i might have mentioned this before on the podcast but i think i was seven years old and i remember um me and my dad would um We'd uh, sleep in the living room sometimes, like, he'd take the couch, we'd set up a mattress on the ground for me, and this one night, he's like, okay, what movie do you want to watch? And I had no idea, and he's like, do you want to watch a scary movie? And as a seven, six-year-old kid, you're just like, okay, like, you're not sure how you're going to handle it. He introduced me with the movie Halloween with Michael Myers, and this movie just ignited my love for horror in just the masses i couldn't even comprehend how much i love this movie i remember drawing comics of this movie um in grade grade two through four just comics of michael myers killing people which seems kind of disturbing but i i'm having i'm not a disturbed child but i was that obsessed with this movie and ever since then i've just loved horror movies and i just remember it was like 11 o'clock and it was like a school night and my dad's like oh whatever you could stay up and I was like what I get to stay up on a school night and watch Halloween and kind of starting off your horror movies with the most well-made horror movie the best horror movie of all time in my opinion kind of gets you right off on the right foot so if you haven't seen the original horror or Halloween Jamie Lee Curtis um I would say don't watch it right now wait till October because if you watch Halloween in the month of October, there is absolutely nothing like it. Especially if you're watching it for the first time ever. It is just the greatest horror movie of all time. I watched Halloween in January. I'm just going to throw this out there. <laughs> <laughs> and just because I was feeling it, you know? Like, I don't know. Horror, I, like, Halloween is an all-year thing for me, I feel. How'd it feel? It was felt great, actually. But still, it, nothing feels as good as watching it, like, in the... Like early October or even late September, even early September. That that also brings me to this random point. For movies like Gremlins, for movies like A Nightmare Before Christmas, do you feel better about watching uh, them at Halloween or Christmas? I mean, for Gremlins, I I personally it, I feel like that's more of a Christmas one. Really, I feel that's a more of a Halloween one. I really? watched it on yeah. Halloween, but I feel like I feel like they're interchangeable. Same thing with it's Night it's Night tough Street. to call because like I've watched like I've, they're both on like consistently throughout the year, like every now and then. Yeah. But like I've watched them both like around we, Christmas. Like we the, watched the new no, batch the other day at your house. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, the, the, no, the part where he goes to start his car and it's just covered in snow. Yeah, that part seems Christmassy, but everything else is like. Yeah. Well, I can watch this during Halloween and be fine with it, but then like the lines are very like, blurred. Santa Slate. They're like yeah, Bill Goldberg is Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but like when like the gremlins are like the Christmas trees and shit and just 
screwing everything up. I'm like, this is a Christmas movie. But Nightmare or Nightmare Before Christmas is the same thing. Like it's like it's they live in like Halloween Town or whatever fuck they call it. That's the thing. I mean, with Nightmare Before Christmas, I kind of I feel like it's more Halloween than Gremlins is. Because if I were to have to be like, okay, Gremlins, Nightmare Before Christmas, which one is Halloween, which one's Christmas? I would have to say Gremlins is Christmas because the whole time the movie takes place right around Christmas. It starts with him getting an early Christmas present. There's snow everywhere. It's just a Christmas-themed movie, but shit goes down at Christmas. Whereas A Nightmare Before Christmas begins with Halloween... I mean, if you cut those movie, that movie in half, the beginning is a Halloween movie, 100%, and the second half is not 100% Christmas because it's so fucked up <laughs> for a children's movie, but it, really it leans more towards ha- it leans more towards Christmas, but if you combined it all, it seemed it would fall more to the side of Halloween just because it's more disturbing than Gremlins in a way. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard to determine because in Gremlins, people die. And <laughs> that's true. In uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, fucking uh, stop motion creatures, nobody dies. They get bad presents. Yeah. <laughs> still, I th- I still think they're interchangeable. Like, yeah, yeah you can, you can dissect agree. them, but I feel like they're for both holidays. Doesn't matter. But what I want to ask here for both of you, this is just a random question: uh, if you could watch one at Christmas and one at Halloween, where would you oh. go with them? Gray, I'll go to you first. Between Gremlins? If you can watch oh, Gremlins at either I know, Halloween I know my or answer. Christmas. I know my answer. Or Nightmare Before Christmas at Halloween or Christmas. I think Nightmare Christmas at Halloween, yeah. Gremlins at I Christmas. Agree. I agree 100%. I'm the exact same way. It's, it's yeah. like It's got to be that way because everything else doesn't kind of make sense. Like, yeah. Gremlins, is, Gremlins is more Christmassy than... Well, Nightmare Before Christmas has a whole, like, the it's first literally, 10 minutes is 100% It's literally got Christmas Halloween. in the title, but I mean, like, yeah. it's still not as but Christmassy not as, as Gremlins. Gremlins has absolutely zero Halloween in it. That's what Except I'm saying. Except for the monsters. That's like, yeah. the, the yeah. monsters, you can equate to Halloween, but they're not, it's not October at any point in the movie. You don't necessarily associate a Gremlin with Halloween, do you? You just associate well, it with... a monster, that's what... Anything scary, so. you kind of associate yeah. with... Um, it's an antagonist, and it's like a supernatural type thing, I guess, because it's like a fucking monster. I don't know. But this brings me to my next question, guys. And what's the scariest Halloween costume you've ever oh. worn? Oh, man. Uh, Daniel, I'll start. I, yeah. I, think he was... I can't think of the scariest, because like the, for the first like seven years of my life, I went as like a vampire, and I was like a shitty vampire. I did vampire <laughs> and almost then, for so many years. Like, in between there, like, because, like, you know, like, it's like, oh, it's Halloween, like, the day before, I guess, Halloween or the day of Halloween, you go to school dressed up, it's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> but last year I came, well, I did the best costume I think that I ever did in my life, the most accurate. I was Jon Snow and it was just so fucking perfect. That was a good one. I mean, uh, I, I went with you to that Christmas yeah. party. I was, uh... And there was another guy who looked like Samuel Tyrely, but he was dressed up like <laughs> yeah, Jon Snow and we just fought in the middle of the social hall. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. But, like, the thing is, like, my, like, I made my costume... And he bought his costume. He was wearing like a $90 Jon Snow costume. And then he had a $50 plastic long claw sword. I was wearing like a vampire suit with like <laughs> fur sewed onto it. With a wig. With a wig. And, and you looked a billion times on. better. <laughs> and I had the wig too. Yeah. So I mean, you probably spent like maybe what, 20 bucks in total? Not yeah, even? On the wig, that was it. 
And everything then, else I just found in my house. Yeah, this guy spent like a hundred bucks almost, and you looked way better. And <laughs> he yeah. spent more than a hundred bucks, but like two hundred dollars. Yeah, with the sword and everything, it was I don't know, it was hilarious. It was pretty funny. But the only thing I was like, oh, I wonder who's gonna like say anything about my costume. We go in and then just like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm gonna have some fun. <laughs> I, I heard that like fifty yeah. times just near Dan. So I like when I left him, I can't imagine how many people. <laughs> yeah. said that. Well, the, the best thing was one girl came up to me and she goes, "Are you Lord of the Rings?" And I go, I put my head on my, fo- I put my hand on my forehead and I go, "How the fuck am I an entire movie franchise <laughs> rolled into one?" In a costume. I, I like, love that story. But it's true, though. I was like, I like looked in the eyes, and I'm like, are you fucking dumb? I was are like, you Lord of the Rings? I'm like, how can I be a movie? Like, I'm, like, I don't get it. I like... Dan, you're the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm like, do I look like Sauron? Am I Gandalf? I'm like, no, you're fucking stupid. That's all I just wanted to say to her face. But I was like, yes, I'm Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Oh great! What about you? What were you? Uh, I, I like I haven't dressed up for Halloween in, like the longest time. I remember seeing a picture of you dressed up as something. It wasn't so scary, but let's say there's a little inflatableness. Oh in my, my my uh, my ostrich with the legs. Yeah, it's a blow up. It's got like a fan and everything, and it fills you up. And it's like you're you're the body, but then there's like the legs hanging off. But you're the ostrich legs. That was uh, that one was fun. But let's get the scariest. As a my, kid, what... Honestly, I think my scariest has to be just a vampire. Because everything else I did was, like, pretty comical. Because, <laughs> like, I was a vampire for a couple of years. Because I... I don't know why, but I like vampires. Like, it's not Twilight vampires. Because, like, that's, no, like, that's shit. Vampires. But, like, or, like, real vampire. Like, Dracula. But before that, and, like, I was McDonald's french fries for a couple of years. <laughs> like, I had the costume. Scared your Like, my head popped out with the, with the french fries. That's and... Amazing. Like I think honestly think that a vampire is the scariest I got. Like it's yeah. it's no Jon Snow, but I mean it's pretty good, I guess. From, from this this conversation, <laughs> I just remembered that one year I bought this Jason mask and I couldn't see out of the eyes and I couldn't breathe out of the holes. <laughs> I, was, I was so close to leaving the house. Mom goes, No, no. Like I can hear you go <gasps> <laughs> She's like, You gotta take that costume off and I was a vampire <laughs> here again, dude. <laughs> Amazing though. What a waste of a costume. It was like I got the mask from a dollar store, but still it was just hilarious. Like <laughs> one year I actually went as a Miami Dolphin. Just the dolphin or the player? No, the player, Ronnie Dolphin. Brown specifically. I went with you that Halloween. Yeah, I know. You were Joey what? Porter. I, was I jo- Oh yeah, we were both <laughs> dolphins. Okay. We were we'll, we'll tell we'll tell the story of these and get to our honorable mentions costumes, which I was getting to before you guys started knocking them off. But I'll just talk about my scariest Halloween costume, and I was about five years old, and I was a nice young five year old. I loved my goosebumps, of course. And if you've seen the cover of Goosebumps Monster Blood 2, there is a fucking hamster that looks like it's going to rip your fucking head off. And I went as the hamster. I remember I had this crazy suit and uh, this felt face mask. And it had like green goo. It wasn't real goo. It was just like drawn on goo coming out the mouth. And I went as that. And it scared the shit out of my sister that she didn't even want to go trick-or-treating with me. It was so funny. Oh, cuddles. I would have to, yeah, I would have to go with that as my scariest. Cuddles the hamster. But before you guys started talking about your amazing honorable mentions, uh, I, I got 22 the, years worth. <laughs> I had the idea that we'd bring up some of our favorite ones. And I'm going to send it to Gray with... Is there any other costumes that you haven't mentioned that you really enjoyed that you pulled off? Oh, man. Uh, 
<laughs> I can't even think of anything right now. Uh, well, other than I went as a Miami Dolphin. Like I don't know what else to say. Like that was like that's pretty good. Other pretty than scary. that, like didn't you go as Doogie Hauser one year? Because you look, in fact, like Doogie Hauser. That's actually true. I did. It was pretty <laughs> impressive. Was oh, absolutely. That's did. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't actually go as Doogie. I believe no, that was a <laughs> lie, but. Uh, like, I was a vampire for too many years. I lost a lot of years just to being a vampire, so... He, yeah. he, he went, like, out of, like, 20, 22 years, he's, like, 19 vampire, then Ryan Brown okay, and okay, ostrich. I didn't go trick or treaty for 22 years. <laughs> he went right still, out of the womb. I must have been a vampire for at least four, though. Four yeah. to six, for I, sure. I did at least, like, seven vampires. What about you, Dan? What are some of your favorites? Well, it's kind of funny, because... So, my older brother, my parents bought him a Batman costume when he was, like, six... So he wore that until he couldn't wear it anymore. And then the Batman costume got passed down to me. And then when that got passed down to me, my parents went and bought a Robin costume for my older brother. So my older brother's Robin, I'm Batman. And then eventually I get old enough to get the Robin costume. And my younger brother is born, and then he gets the Batman costume. So I've been Batman and Robin, and I'll tell you, Batman's way better. <laughs> no one wants to be Robin. It doesn't make sense why Robin is taller than Batman. It doesn't make any sense. Like, no, I just, no one understood it. I also went as a lumberjack, and I had to paint the beard on, because I wasn't old enough to have a beard yet, so maybe I'll have to redo that one, because I can grow a beard. You now. can grow the beard now, Daniel. Yeah. I'll, um, talk about one of my favorites that I saw you as, and, uh, a couple years ago you were Jax Teller, and oh, I you, forgot yeah. about that. I completely oh, I totally forgot about that. You too. pulled that one off like yeah. no one's business. It was great. People thought I was in a gang. Like, it was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and you told me about how you created that costume, and it was the cheapest stuff ever. You just, like, printed off the Sons of Anarchy logo thing yeah. and just ta- duct taped it or something? I, I glued it to white duct tape, and then I <laughs> cut the duct tape out, and I stuck it on the back of my thing, and then... Uh, I got my mom, my mom sewed the patch on, so it looked like a sewed on patch, but it wasn't. It was like paper and duct tape. <laughs> and then, yeah, that people were coming up to me and be like, yeah, man, Sam Crow. And I'm like, fuck off. You're not patched in. You can't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that shows you that you don't need a lot of money to create a great costume. Like, Oh, it's Highway Robbery if you buy your costumes. Like, just this past year when you were fucking Jon Snow, I went as a droog from um, uh, that was like a Clockwork costume. Orange. So I had the uh, the white dress shirt, the suspenders, the fucking tan pants, top hat, and I put fucking eye makeup on to look like a baller, of course, <laughs> and that was one of my favorite costumes of all time. We're doing recess this year, I don't give a shit, I'm TJ. You TJ? Is that just <laughs> because we I'm ran into... Who do we run into, <laughs> Spinelli or... Yeah. We ran we into... We saw a very convincing recess costume, and yeah, it just has to be done. I might go as a Mormon next year. Gus. <laughs> Gus. Or, or Gus. That's or, the same thing, isn't it? Or Randall. I'll just walk around just like hunched over writing notes and just tattling <laughs> yeah. on all my friends. We, do we know any gingers that can play Randall? <laughs> I don't know. Gretchen Grundler. <laughs> Gretchen Grundler. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of any other costumes. Oh, I was MacGruber a couple years ago. That was yeah, a good one. I remember that. That was, that was one of my time. favorites. I actually wore that to school this year. Uh, we were supposed to wear costumes. And uh, me and like... Three other people actually wore costumes, and everyone else is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> you were also a penguin before. I was a penguin. The one penguin day. was good. The penguin I was, was funny. I was Mr. Popper. I went with three other people as penguins, and we got entered into a costume contest. But they handed the like entrance ticket to my drunkest friend, and he said he looked at it 
and was like, fuck this, and threw it on the ground, like that song by The Lonely Island. And then (laughs) we didn't get entered into this contest, but I really think we wouldn't have won anyways because there was four other guys dressed as all four Teletubbies, so they would have blown us out of the water anyways. But you know what? You get four penguins in a room. Anything could happen. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Exactly. But you know what? I think we we talked a lot about Halloween costumes, uh, favorite horror movies, stories... Had a pretty good creepypasta, and we're approaching, like, almost, we're like 50 minutes minutes almost. We've done, like, two hours of podcast episode. Yeah, we've had a pretty good day today, so I think we're going to bid you all adieu. Um, Dan, you want to talk about Pop Culture Combo? Yeah, so if you guys are into pop culture, if you want to hear us talk about John Wick, we just did an episode about John Wick, (laughs) just go on a, well... Go on Instagram or Twitter and just look up at Pop Culture Convo, and the link is in the bio for both of those. And then if you guys are on Facebook, just uh, search at Pop Culture Convo, same thing. And make sure you like it. And make sure you like it. Don't he's, just fucking look at it. He's <laughs> getting lots of visits, but he's not getting the likes. It's true. Same thing. Uh, make sure you go on iTunes and give him a five star rating. Maybe write a nice little review. Do the same for Past the Time Podcast because we know you love us. We just want to get that feedback from you. As well as go on uh, facebook.com slash pass the time podcast to give us a like. Because I know you like us. So why don't you just make the click? <laughs> make the little click click. click. Follow us at pass the podcast on Twitter. And of course, grab uh, a new pair of man thongs from Gray's clothing line. <laughs> Rough hugs. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> There ain't no hug like a rough gray hug. <laughs> that is actually true. And that is true, and that's how we're going to end it. So, you, you know, guys, have a good time, and you know what? Try not to have too many nightmares. <laughs> <laughs>